the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get It is my pleasure to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Patricia Conroy. She had a bunch of hit songs as an artist, and she continues to write songs and have other artists perform them. They get on the radio, on CMT, and now and then she sings harmony on those songs, uh, case in point being Bobby Wills and the song Undressed. We'll talk about that song and much more. Welcome to the show, Patricia. Hi, Dave. It's a pleasure to be on your show. How are you? I am doing wonderful, and it is great to have you here. Always great to chat with you. It's always interesting, and, and it was great to see you uh, very recently at the CCMAs. Fantastic weekend, and I mean, in particular, it's nice to go east for a change to, to the Country Music uh, Weekend and Awards, mm-hmm. and Halifax was just a terrific host. Oh, absolutely. It was it was beautiful to get out in the uh, in the city of Halifax and take in all the sights and the great food. And, of course, uh, the gala night was amazing as well. Not only the dinner, which was terrific, but uh, there were performances along with the awards that happened the night before the actual CCMAs. And you and Bobby Wills did a great performance of Undressed. Oh, my God. I just love Bobby Wills. I mean, I, I was so thrilled to get to write with him for the first time and, and so excited and, and uh, that we wrote Undressed as our very first song. And I got to sing on it with him. It was just a cherry on the top. Now, the, the, it's such a beautiful song, and it's one of those titles that sounds maybe like it's different than it is, <laughs> provocative, which is great. And, you know, and the whole hook on it is, I, I think a heart is at its best undressed, which is, uh, you know, and the rest of the lyrics support that. But that is such a beautiful way of saying that. How did you, how did you guys come across that hook of undressed? Well, what happened was uh, I was contacted by Bobby Wills, uh, I might have been contacted by his manager. I can't remember exactly, but um, and I didn't know Bobby at the time. This is going back a, at least two and a half years, and I I said yes, I'd I'd, I'd love to have a listen to uh, his songs, and I would get together with him at the CCMAs, and that would have been in Edmonton. And I remember listening to his first single, and I sort of stopped halfway through and and called my husband Bob into the room, and I said, "You've got to hear this guy's voice. It's so honest, and it's so." real and it's so undressed and i thought oh. that's going to be the title of our song that's cool <laughs> that's exactly where the that's, idea came from that's amazing it, they say that ideas <laughs> happen like that right it they just kind of happen naturally well, that is so cool well it's so cool because it was him that inspired the idea and his voice really mm-hmm. is very a very true country voice and he's, he's like that as a person as well i just find him you know what you see is what you get kind of guy He's that guy, and and the song. Mm-hmm. I mean, the song title is is provocative, and and he's he's got a story about <laughs> writing the song that I'll let him tell you. But from my experience, <laughs> it was just an honor, just an honor to meet him and, and sit in a room and and write the song. And it was it was a pleasure, and it was the easiest thing I've ever done. Writing with Bobby Wills and singing with Bobby Wills is is just as easy as water running off a duck. Oh, oh, that is beautiful. And you guys were yeah. great to performing that song that night and yeah it's so cool with bobby uh he's just got that traditional voice he's you know he's making it on the contemporary scene but he's just got that great sounding 
traditional kind of country voice in his songs follow in that pattern too, and it's 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 very refreshing to hear yes. the, hear that. It is it is really refreshing. He's so unique and yet he's so reminiscent of of you know a throwback country artist. You know, and I'm, I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but maybe like a George Strait or just somebody you know from mm-hmm. another era. But he makes it sound all all current and relevant, and his song selections are like that too. So they're somehow you know reminiscent of the older country artists, and yet he sounds absolutely fitting in with everything today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I love the songs that he has put out, and uh, always enjoy hearing a new Bobby Will song. And I I saw online recently that he's got a brand new song coming out very soon. You also have had some cuts, man. We're going to talk about a lot of them here, but uh, Emerson Drive, huge Canadian country group, and the song She Always Gets What She Wants. Wow, that's a, that was a really fun song to write as well. And let me just say that I'm a huge fan of Emerson Drive. I mean, I'm, I've become a little bit of a, a fan all of a sudden of, of a lot of people because when I was doing my thing, I was so kind of involved in everything I was doing day to day and and artistically and musically. Now I'm getting to get inside the heads and hearts of, of all the other Canadian artists. So it's a real it's a real journey and a real pleasure. But um, I didn't actually write this with Brad, the lead singer. I wrote it with his guitar player, Danik Dupel, and with Tebe. Mm-hmm. I think this was the first time I'd written with, with either of them. So I was a little bit nervous, but it turned out great. When you write with other uh, writers, especially, say, an artist, they have a unique sound and, and a vision and, and something they want to say. So I'm assuming when you get together with them, you either know something about them first, probably you knew about Emerson Drive, uh, but if it's a newer artist, you've got to find out a bit about them, Patricia, to to sort of re- uh, write from their point of view. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about that for an hour right there, just that topic, but because I'm I'm meeting so many new young artists and by the way, there's some incredible Canadian talent coming your way, let me tell you, because I'm writing with them. Um, one girl in particular is uh, uh, Megan Patrick, and I got to write a couple songs with her for her CD coming. It, it won't be out for a little while, but she's she's working on it now. She is incredible. And Jessica Mitchell is the other voice that I, I just mm-hmm. want to mention during the show because she really impressed me. Got together with her, and of course, you don't know these people, as you said earlier. Um, just kind of got her to tell me a little bit about herself. But the the biggest biggest and best way to learn about somebody is to hear them sing. It's sort of their they can talk and talk, and then as soon as they open their mouth, I get it, I understand. Their soul opens right. up, or something comes comes through with their voice. That was certainly true with uh, Jessica Mitchell. She uh, she sang a little bit for me, and I, I stopped her halfway, and I said, I get it. I get you. I know what to write. You know, I saw your post uh, online about her the other day and the song Grown Up Things, and that I sort of heard the name before, but I actually listened to it, and I was blown away by that song and her voice. Oh, my God, her voice is incredible. She mm-hmm. sort of, like, struck me as a young Bonnie Raitt, maybe, uh, but she, and so much more. She just, she's got all kinds of layers and, and facets to her voice. I mean, that girl is one to watch for sure. It's got to be so cool when you do meet these new artists and, and, and you're writing with them, Patricia, and you know that you're uh, you know, helping them out with their career to a certain extent or, or a couple of songs or so, but how cool is that to create songs with new artists? Uh, it's really cool, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful that after 25 years of, of doing the artist thing in Canada, and I'm still doing dates and touring, but, but to be able to focus now and, and lend everything I know to somebody who's starting out 
Um, and it, it's really it's really a joy for me. I really enjoy getting up in the morning and, you know, I'm going to be writing with, let's say, Megan Patrick, and it's like, wow, I really want to take her voice in my head now and drive downtown to where we're writing and really think about what would be awesome, what would bring her, you know, her voice to life and what people would want to hear. And it's just, it's a really cool challenge and it's it's a lot of fun and it's a great inspiration for me. And a lot of times I'll, I'll talk to artists on the show, and sometimes they're artists who write songs now and then or write them specifically for an album. And we talk about the songwriters right. like yourself, Patricia, who you're doing this all the time. So the question out of that is how do you generate ideas? How do you write not just when an idea hits you now and then, but how do you write consistently day after day? I think I – honestly, Dave, I think it's sort of like when you're working hard at anything – you just get better at channeling that energy and those ideas. A lot of it happens when I'm driving. I don't know why. I'm driving on my way to a, a co-write, and I'm sort of looking for inspiration or even not looking for inspiration. And some Something just kind of falls out of the air. That does happen. Other than that, I'll pick up my guitar at night if I'm not too tired and worn out by the day of writing and just kind of play a little bit and just kind of get inspired that way and come up with an idea. And when you're on, when you're writing all the time, like when you're doing anything you just it sort of becomes part of your fiber part of who you are right. part of your daily routine and the ideas just do multiply so i guess the advice that comes out of that patricia and you can elaborate on this but for for songwriters out there they should be doing this hmm. all the time they should exercise that creative muscle oh most definitely that's a great piece of advice dave and i i totally encourage any young singer songwriter to a pick up an instrument Guitar is great. Piano is also phenomenal. Uh, if you want to play mandolin, play mandolin or ukulele. But guitar or piano is, is probably the way to go. And practice. You don't have to be great. Um, you can know three, four, six chords. But just, you know, play around as much as you can. And when I say play around, I just mean sitting at home and come up with some musical ideas. Just really simple. Don't, don't overthink it or over-challenge yourself. Just see what comes out because whatever is coming from you is going to be unique. I uh, wanted to congratulate you on one of your songs that did extremely well this year for the Small Town Pistols, I Only Smoke When I Drink, all over the radio, the video on CMT, and of course uh, the Country Music Association of Ontario gave that a big award for Song of the Year. There probably was another award or yeah. two in there for that song. Uh, congratulations. How cool is that? And and there's a song that is very unique in this day and age. It's 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 an old school type of song, but it uh, it climbed the charts. You know, uh, that was really, i got to wrap my head around this answer because from beginning to end, that song was always in a in a left field of its own. Um, and I actually never thought it would see the light of day. And it almost never got written. We had all written a song that day, Amanda and myself and uh, Kathy and uh, uh, Kathy's daughter, Alyssa. And so the four of us were writing all, all day long. We'd finished opened a bottle of wine, and started drinking some wine. And Amanda lit a cigarette. <laughs> and somebody said, I didn't know you smoked. <laughs> and Amanda said, well, I only smoke when I drink. <laughs> Man. So we just sat there, sort of, I have to admit, uh, you know, on the air here, we were a little, we were a little bit lit up. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> and uh, we wrote Only Smoke When I Drink. And we thought that was that. It was just a fun song, really cool, old-school-sounding song. This is not ever going to get recorded. Well, then it got recorded, and it was produced by Dave Kalmuski, and Dave is just one of these 
crazy underground, barely gets out, but is so darn musical and works at his craft so hard. He polished that into a gem that needed to be heard, and I'm just so glad it was. I only smoke when I drink I only drink when I'm lonely I numb myself when I I'm not the one that you're holding When I remember the time you said you were mine And I was your prize and you were my Romeo I only smoke when I drink I only drink when I'm lonely I only cuss when I'm mad I'm only mad when I hate you I only cry when I'm sad I'm only sad cause I miss you And when I lay in my bed with somebody new And he doesn't hold me like you used to do I only cuss when I'm mad When I hate you And every time That I come here to this bar Oh, I smoke and I drink I cuss and I fight I jam every inch of this broken heart I only flirt when I'm drunk I'm drunk cause I want attention I'm substituting your love With just another addiction cool song and a cool moment when you uh, were able to accept that award along with the other songwriters just such a unique song you know I, did, does it go to show patricia that if there's i mean the odds as you said we're against it but if it's a really great song regardless of the current style it, it, it can find a home hopefully yeah hopefully not always i have to yeah. i have to say you know there's a lot of songs that uh, that i've written or co-written that are still sort of just you know, sleeping. I guess I'll just say they're napping. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of it's kind of sad in a way because you you can never tell what's going to hit on the charts. I like to think, and and I'm sure we you know we all go, oh that's a hit. 
you know, when you hear it. But um, uh, just to answer that question definitively, I, I don't think anybody really knows if it's going to be a hit or not. Uh, some songs just seem like they're radio friendly, but but then if you write something completely unique, um, you just got to hope it finds its way to, to at least get heard by people. And and if if it's that great of a song that it gets to be a hit. And it obviously helps having such a killer vocal on it from Amanda Wilkinson. Uh, man, oh she my can goodness! Sing. Holy crow! I, I think Amanda's probably one of my favorite Canadian any country music vocals. She's just Mm-hmm. She's got a gift, you know, yeah. and she's, it's just every little tiny part of her when she opens up her mouth to sing, to sing she's just amazing. I think it's so cool how, uh, you know, the Wilkinsons were around, had so many hits, and then they reform in Small Town Pistols. Now they've got a modern sound, and they've just managed to do that transition from the family group to, to still family, now brother and sister, and uh, back at the top of the charts. Well, that just shows you how very talented they are, that whole family. I mean, they're unstoppable. They were they were born to do it, and they're going to do it no matter how they do it. I'm, I'm very <laughs> proud of them, and and I feel the same way. Like just not not talent wise, but just that I was born to to do this in some capacity, either as an artist, which I you know was really fortunate to do for so many years. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, a rarity to be able to to perform for that long, and then to transition into songwriter. I didn't know I was capable of that. I really didn't. I mean, it took me two or three years to really get the word out there that I was writing and, and, and get people to come and write with me. And now, you know, my phone's ringing off the hook, and it's like I'm just astounded by, by how things have turned out. Take us back, Patricia, to, to during those years when you were making that transition and, and wanting to get your name known as a songwriter, wanting people to call. What was uh, the first song that you thought either had success or you thought, okay, I can I can do this uh, consistently now? It probably took quite a few songs getting a little bit of success that made me think I was on the right road. And one of the first mm-hmm. people that took a chance on me was, uh, was Jimmy Rankin, actually. Um, you know, and I've always been a fan of Jimmy's, and, and he was one of the first people that said, hey, yeah, let's get together and write a song. And I was so nervous. And the first song <laughs> we wrote was a song called Straight Into Love. And... Uh, no kidding, like the very first song we wrote got recorded by the Rankin family, so I was like, wow, that's just lucky. <laughs> that's Amazing. just a stroke of luck. And then the second song we wrote, Here here in My Heart, was a, a big hit for Jimmy Rankin and for me as a mm-hmm. songwriter. So mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, great song. It's, either, it's either just a really great collaboration or, or maybe I'm, I'm getting to be, a, you know, a better songwriter. And then just one thing led to another, and after a year of just getting, you know, a fair amount of cuts and singles and, and things happening, I thought, well, you know, maybe this is this is just something that I really needed to work harder at, being a songwriter. And it's just, like I said earlier, it's just a joy that I'm able to do this for a living. We're going to uh, take a break here to play a song, and then we've got lots more to talk about with you, Patricia. And in fact, a bit later on, we're going to play a song that features your vocals, uh, which is so cool. So we're going to be able to hear you singing on the show. But uh, right now, I want to play that great song from Bobby Wills. You co-wrote this with Bobby, and and uh, you sing the harmonies on it. Was that something that uh, you guys thought of while you were singing it, when you were doing it, that it thought, man, this has got to happen? Or how did that come about? Yeah, I think what happened was we, we finished the song and, and what happens when you finish a song is you usually make a work tape, it's called. So you sit there with somebody's iPhone or whatever uh, in your Mac and uh, you just 
sit there with guitars and sing it. And I, I just decided to take the harmony while Bobby was singing, laying down the vocal. And he turned to me at the end and said, well, I think you're going to have to sing on that with me on the, on the recording. And I said, you got it. I would love nothing more. That's awesome. Well, it's such a great song. We're going to hear it now from Bobby Wills along with Patricia Conroy, Undressed on In the Country. Someone you don't need to be Let's leave the world behind us As we close that door Cause I'm a big believer That less is more I wanna take it slow Untie your soul Let it fall, let it fall And not a single thing in between Cause I think that a heart is at its best Undressed Baby come lay down here next to me I just want to feel your heart beat Get under the covers Find the truth Peel back all the layers and get to you. Wanna take it slow, untie your soul, let it fall, let it fall. Not a single thing left in between. Cause I think that a heart is at its best. Undress. Cause baby, all we need is right here So let's take it slow Let's take it slow And untie your soul And just let it fall, let it fall We'll just let it fall, let it fall, let it fall Wanna take it slow, untie your soul Let it fall, let it fall Not a single thing left in between Cause I think that a heart is at its best Undressed And that is Bobby Wills, a song he wrote with my guest Patricia Conroy. She is singing harmony on it. The song is called Undressed, and you can find that song at iTunes. And, man, we're having a great conversation 
let's uh, carry on, Patricia, with some other great acts that are out now. Uh, Runaway okay. Angel from Ontario, and you've worked with them. Tell me about them. Oh, they're such sweethearts. <laughs> they're going <laughs> to do so well. I mean, no, they really are. They're all like they walk into the room and they're just all beaming, full of energy and full of musicality, ideas, and they're just driven, and you have to be. More now, I think, than ever to to be in this business. Because it is a business, and, and, you know, it's fun to go out there and tour and have fun, but you you got to know your stuff, and these girls do. That's why I had the pleasure of writing with them several times, and they recorded, I think, three songs that we wrote together. So, again, how lucky am I? <laughs> <laughs> they do have such a beautiful sound, great harmonies, and as you said, they, they're out there working hard. They're putting themselves out there. They know how to be business-like. They just know how to do it all. And, yeah. you know, you, you mentioned that there. It's, you know, you can't just have the talent as a writer or a singer, you need to know right. how to work, I guess, the whole business end of it. Well, that's, that's certainly a part of it. Or, or, or be smart enough to surround yourself with people who know what they're doing and, and who are, who are well-liked in the industry um, who can help further your career. And I, I think they've got a great team together. I think it's, it's probably really cool to have three women sort of supporting each other. I never had that. I was in a band full of guys. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But they were like my brothers. I mean, if you if you're lucky to find a you know a great group of people who are out there on the road with you and helping you through it, because it's tough. It's really tough. Um, it's not all glamorous, and and I'm sure people have heard this a million times, but it's just a lot of work, and you've got you've got to have family with you on the road. And I'm by family, I just mean really people who get you and understand you and support you on bad days and good days. When you're writing songs, Patricia, in a lot of cases you're writing with with an artist for a specific project, and it's for that artist. Do you have some songs you've written that you, you want to pitch, you have pitched to, to a certain artist out there? So this question is getting at your dream pitch. Who would you love to have record one of your songs? Uh, Emily Lynn Harris is, is my, my dream girl. I think she's she's the the artist, the voice that inspired me to get into country music, you know, bar none. But... but Fast forward 30 years <laughs> from the first time I heard her. Uh, there's a lot of people. I would love to. I would love to get together and write a song with Don Henley. There's there's my bucket list right there. Oh, Don nice. Henley, Emmylou Harris. Yes. <laughs> Great choices, and, and, and I'm excited because Don Henley has a brand new album out, which is a country album. It's still his unique sound. I heard some of it. It's still Don Henley with a, with a country flavor to it, and he's got all these great uh, country artists on who are doing duets with him. Well, there you go. See, I missed out on that one, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Emmy Lou will do some sort of a you know a collaborative effort with all kinds of females, and some kind of magic wand will get waved, and I'll get to sing with her. But uh, there's just so many great artists out there. I mean, honestly, you know, my dream is wide open. Um, I, I I know there's great things in the future and, and lots of people left to write with. And, and mm. so I'm, I'm just happy to be walking where I'm walking. Let's talk about your good friend and amazing artist, Michelle Wright. You guys have been friends for a long yeah. time, of course, written a lot of songs together. Tell me about Michelle. How's she doing? Michelle's doing great because Michelle is great. She's mm. one of a kind. She's got a heart and soul as, as big as Saskatchewan wide open. Um, and she's become a very dear friend, and she supports me. I mean, I think she's again, you know, one of the, one of the best country female voices out there, and um, mm-hmm. she has just so much to offer 
and she does, and she gives it all to her fans and to her friends. And, you know, she she's one of those people that her heart is so big, sometimes it hurts her because she's trying to help and solve and, and fix everything. But she's just a good person to have have in your corner, and she's definitely in my corner. And I will continue to, to write with her, and we're going to tour together, and I just think she's a dog. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, way back when she was first on the radio, before I'd ever met her or talked to her, of course, loved her music all those years. Now I've had a chance to have her on the show like six or seven times and, and met her in person as well. Uh, yeah, just wonderful. I love her voice. I love the new music she's coming out with as well. And when we talked on the show, uh, Patricia, she's talking about what a super organizer she is. And I think she mentioned, I don't know if she's done this for you, and that's my question. She's, she goes to her friends' houses, and she can help them organize their lives. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's even possible for me, but I'm not pretty organized, to be honest with you. I've, uh, you know, I've simplified my life uh, over the years, and you know, I, I did that knowing I was trying to simplify it, and so I, I'm pretty organized. But um, yeah, she's good at that. I mean, she could have her own TV show going in and organizing your your house and your closet and your life and your finances. She just <laughs> she likes to solve things and help people. So I mean, that's that's part of her gift. But, uh, she, you know, she's really great, and we hang out quite a lot. You know, I just spoke to her on the phone this morning, and she's one of my closest friends, and I'm I'm very grateful. Well, that's awesome. Send uh, my best along to her, and I hope to talk to her before too long. Uh, before yeah. we came on uh, the, sh- the show, Patricia, you were talking about the CCMAs, and you had a chance there to, uh, I guess, talk at it, give, give a seminar to a certain degree, and, and pass on some advice. Can you Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, uh, one of the seminars this year at the CCMAs was called Women in Country. And so there were four women on the panel, myself, Leah Daniels, Jess Moskaluk, and Beverly Mahood. Uh, and Beverly and I have been friends for years now and, and worked together and collaborated together. And uh, so we know each other quite well. Uh, Jess Moskaluk is a, is a new friend, and a, I think she's a doll. And Leah Daniels, same thing. Brand new artist, mm-hmm. great singer. I've written with her. I have her next single, actually, that's just coming out. And um, so the four of us, it was a really interesting panel. Yeah, we can talk about that more. But um, Leah and Jess are are sort of younger, newer artists, and Beverly and I have been in the business for a while. So I think, you know, we had varied advice to offer. And it was, you know, a a two-hour panel. So for me to try and put that in one little capsule for you right now would be difficult. But I will say that they're planning to do a similar panel next year at the CCMAs. So for anybody out there, you know, who's just starting out or, or just wants to know more about what we know, I highly encourage you to attend that at the next CCMA. What advice would you give, uh, and again, there's there's a lot to to, uh, to say on the subject, but just to, to women in country out there or maybe it's artists in general, a, a couple of things that they can uh, they can think about and, and put, to, put in action? Yeah, I mean, because we did the seminar and a lot of things just sort of got blurted out. I mean, everybody made notes, but the notes sort of got thrown to the side because we got into such a, a great discussion and, and, and just hearing what everybody else had to say inspired me. One of the things that stuck out was, you know, there was a girl who at the Q&A part of the seminar said, you know, I don't fit the exact look of you, you know, women in country right now, and I'm shorter, and my hair's dark, and I'm not this, and I'm not that, and I don't sound like anybody. What advice would you give me? And and I think you know what I'm going to say, but you've got to just do what you do. You have to do it because you're passionate about what 
makes you tick musically? What inspires you? What makes you want to go on stage and sing that song and have people stand up and say, oh my God, that's great. I understand who you are and we love your music. And the only way you're going to get that fulfillment is if you do exactly what you feel inside, not what you think radio is going to play, not what you think sounds like what's happening. Mm. Isn't that great advice? Follow your heart. Uh, be be yourself is at the bottom of that. Yeah, I uh, I truly believe that. I know I did that. I chose songs that I'm sure, you know, people were saying, oh, my goodness, really, Mary on the Dashboard? He's going to release that. And I just... <laughs> I just fell in, I just fell in love with certain songs and and thought mm-hmm. you know what I'm just going to record it and I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to put my Patricia stamp on it and uh, it worked for me I'm I'm not saying it's an easy road but I, I certainly think there's ways to be unique and commercial at the same time. Well, there's a great example right from your career, Patricia Mary on the dashboard, which did so well. People love that song. Was, was there any uh, controversy or discussion about the song at all before you released it? Well, there always is, you know, with your with your management and with your label and, and you know, that sort of thing. But um, my husband, Bob, who was producing the record at the time, um, heard the song. He went around because I I was busy doing what I was doing, and he went to a couple of publishing houses and uh, brought me back, and he said, I want you to play that song for Patricia. And I heard it, and I said, it's a fantastic song. I love it. But I said, do you think it's country enough or this enough or that enough? And Bob mm-hmm. said, we'll make it, we'll make it sound like it belongs on country radio and the truth of the matter was according to the publishing house it had been turned down by everybody that song been passed Mm. by everybody you know i'm not gonna mention names but everybody in nashville and everybody that had heard it and i loved it and recorded it and i think i had a number one with that in canada Amazing. Amazing. There's so many of of your songs that are wonderful and in fact the one that i picked out to share of yours on the show is somebody's leaving yeah, and I'm going to say a little something also about uh, what we were talking about earlier about advice to people, not just women, but, you know, all new artists. You don't have to write every single song. As much as I want to write it with you, so I'm not shooting myself in the foot. I want to write with you. But if you hear a great song that you haven't written, record it. There's a thousand wonderful songwriters in Nashville. That's actually tens of thousands, I'm sure, and great songs, great, great songs out there. So make sure you do a little research about that, too, because a great song can be one that you did not write. And anyway, Somebody's Leaving is one that I heard that I fell in love with. I love the groove of it. I love I love the vibe of it. Uh, it doesn't sound super country, but there's something really eerie and cool about it, and I'm really glad I chose that song. This is Patricia Conroy and Somebody's Leaving here Hot in the country. The burning teardrops well up in silence, caught in the eye of the storm. Broken dreams and shattered pictures lying pieces on the floor. Taxis waiting out on the street, laying all over the horn. By now, everyone in the neighborhood knows there's something going on. Somebody's leaving. Somebody's leaving. 
And there's my guest, Patricia Conroy, a great song from her called Somebody's Leaving. And, man, we've had such a great discussion about all the songs she's out of hand in writing and some great advice for artists out there. But you mentioned not too long ago on the show here that uh, the next single for Leah Daniels is one that you uh, wrote with her. I, yes, I did not write it with her. So part and parcel of what I, I, I spoke about before Somebody's Leaving, which is a song that I found that I didn't write. It was written by Costas. Lee Daniels chose her next single, a song that she didn't write, but I had a hand in writing it with, yeah, I had a hand in writing it with one of my favorite writers here in Nashville, Alyssa Bonagura, who is the daughter of one of my favorite country singers, Kathy Bailey, and you have to go back a few years if you remember Kathy Bailey was with Bailey and the Boys. Bailey, I sure do. Love them. Yeah. You remember her, Dave. Of course you would remember her. She's still singing and she's writing, and so she and I got together to write. We ran into each other somewhere in Nashville and said, oh, we've got to write, and we, we made it happen. 
And she said, you know, my daughter Alyssa writes, and uh, maybe she'd like to join us. Well, when I heard Alyssa, it was, it was kind of like a no-brainer. This was going to be a wonderful collaboration. We've written many, many songs, and one of them is Leah Daniels' next single. It's called Old Piano. Ooh, I like that title. Sounds intriguing. You'll have to wait and hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear that one. So that is out to, out of radio today, this week? That, uh, yeah, she just gave me the news this morning. Very cool, very cool. Boy, I Dave, you've got, the cutting a, you've got the cutting a edge information going on there. This this is so cool, man. This has given my show some, some more credibility with uh, scoops <laughs> like this. <laughs> Thank you, Patricia, for oh, that. That's so awesome. Funny. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you about performing acoustically because, of course, you you know you go into the studio and you record these great songs and other people record your songs. But how much fun is it for you to uh, perform your songs, just you and the guitar? Well, it's, it's actually, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying it quite a lot. I get a little nervous, to be honest with you, Dave, because I'm so used to, you know, that many years of a, an incredible band with all the pops and buzzes and whistles to sitting there with a guitar and singing. It's, it's, it's sort of a, a major 180 for me. But like anything else, uh, I didn't let that stop me. And now I feel pretty comfortable sitting up there with a guitar and singing. I always like to have one other guitar player with me, so I've got some harmony. But, but mm-hmm. it's a lovely spot to be, and people can really hear the song and hear your voice and, and get, you know, get to hear you talk about the song a little bit before you sing it. Yeah, I always love going to those uh, kind of events and hearing the stories behind the songs. And in fact, uh, out in Halifax, uh, I know there were several uh, songwriting uh, seminars or songwriting rounds, and there was one with uh, Paul Branch, Johnny Reed, Phil O'Donnell, and Craig Wiseman, and it was so cool to hear them tell the stories. Yeah, oh, and the performances were amazing, and then the stories behind them and... the insight you got into the song, sometimes, of course, it was very funny, and other times, you know, very moving, and it was, you know, <laughs> exactly, you just went from one, exactly. extreme, one extreme to the other, and, yeah. the, you know, uh, the part that, uh, and there were several parts, but just reminding me, sort of being at church or being in a spiritual place was when uh, Craig, Craig Wiseman was singing Live Like You Were Dying, and I think when he got to the chorus Ooh. by the second time, we all sang along, he stopped singing, he might have oh. even stopped playing the guitar, it was so beautiful. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, he is just, as you know, is just an incredible... I'd love to write with him. He's an incredible writer. But but those rounds can be very spiritual. I was in one myself uh, during that weekend with... uh, Do you know The Heartbroken? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're so, so good. So they were in my round uh, and, and, you know, with their band and myself and and two fellows from from the East Coast. And um, it was... I had a spiritual moment listening to her sing. Davenant, mm-hmm. she uh, she just rocked my boat. She was just to hear her just like that in a room like that, and her voice literally soared to the top of that ceiling, and it was pretty high. That's uh, that's the magic of those uh, songwriting events when you get to hear the song uh, stripped down, so to speak, or or undressed, if we want to stay in that same yes. theme. Uh, <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all comes back around uh, as we get set to wrap up here, Patricia. Just maybe if you can. Other artists that come to mind that are, that are on the scene that you think are the next big thing, like you mentioned Megan Patrick, who we'll look out for and we'll listen for her, and Jessica Mitchell, who has that song Grown Up Things, and you've been writing with her. Maybe a couple other people yeah. that uh, you think are think are on their way? 
I'm going to give another shout out to uh, Runaway Angel because I think they're awesome. they're just ready to take off. I, um, I I see something in those girls, you know, just a desire and and a love of music and just a passion and and just a really centered. All three of those those girls are centered. They're they're willing to work hard. And one other shout out, I guess, would be to a, a new duo called Two Shine County. I think uh, those guys mm-hmm. are going to do really well. There's so many. There really are. Um, yeah. And I just I don't ever want to forget, you know. All you know, Beverly Mahood and, and Michelle and and you know uh, Aaron Pachet. I just wrote a song with him. And he's going to record. You know, these are, these are like my brothers and sisters that I grew up with. And I just, you know, I'm just so pleased and proud to if, if not be there on the radio myself anymore, to be behind the scenes and part of what they're all doing. Well, it's so cool, Patricia, when you mentioned these big names, Aaron Prechette, Emerson Drive, Bobby Wills, Small Town Pistols, Jimmy Rankin. I mean, you are writing hits for the biggest names out there now. That is that is so cool. As you mentioned, you wake up every day and you love what you get to do. I do. I, I You know, I can't say enough how lucky I feel I am. Um, you know, it's it's hard work, but it is and it isn't on those days when you sit down and really create something beautiful. And, you know, it doesn't happen every day. Some days you just kind of go for lunch <laughs> or just say, let's let's try again another day. But but more times than not, I, I'm so darn passionate that, you know, it gets put into every song that I write. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm bumping off the walls just talking to you about it. Um, I'm very passionate about what I do. And I really love it. And I think that goes into every song that I write. That is amazing to hear. And this has been a, a, just a delight, Patricia, to speak with you. It always is. We get into the interesting stories about music and the songs and, and all kinds of stuff. And thank you so much for being here. A delight. Oh, it's my pleasure, Dave. And thank you for what you do. And I've told you this before. You just, you're just a bright light and you're shining all over everybody else. And we all appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That means a lot to me. My guest has been singer-songwriter Patricia Conroy. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.